0: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
2: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: Happy weekend and good morning, Radio Family. Welcome. It is that time once again, our public affairs program community focus here on our odyssey stations every weekend to engage in wonderful conversation my buddy joel leonard we are back at it again getting folk ready to and by the way this will become part of the odyssey podcast as well our give work a chance series joel good morning how are you my friend oh i'm wonderful i'm excited (laughs) about today's guest yes i hear it in your voice
4: (laughs) (laughs) And because and you and I have been talking about what can the community do to get ready for the mega boom jobs exactly. that are coming in, they're yes, like they crazy. are exploding like crazy, they're still adding on more. They just made an announcement yesterday where thirty new uh, jobs are coming to Greensboro. So, Excellent. and North Carolina become becoming the uh, electric vehicle capital of the world for manufacturing. So. Uh, Uh, So it's a big deal, this transition that's underway, and how do we get the community ready? How do we get more of our students prepared to handle it? How do we get them into real-life competitions to where they, when they get into the work world, they'll be able to handle the rigors and challenges that they'll be facing?
3: Absolutely. You said the key word, which is students, and I'm so happy that you and I are back together again because – we will get the student perspective, Joel, if you will, as we have two of our newest members of our community focus family joining us. They are part of what's known as Formula S A E. We'll get the breakdown on what those letters stand for. This is a series of competitions that challenge teams of university undergraduate and graduate students to conceive, design, fabricate, develop, and compete with small Formula style vehicles. I'm already uber excited in just that brief description alone. So, Joel, let's welcome, well, they're no longer newbies. Once I say the names, these guys are a permanent member of our community-focused family. We have the team principal, Nicholas Muller, and we have the drive chain, uh, drive train. I'm going to work on that. That's a tongue twister there. Drive train team lead, Henry Echt. Henry, did I pronounce the last name correctly? Yes, ma'am. Oh, wonderful. Well, gentlemen, good morning and welcome to Community Focus. How are you both?
2: We're doing well. We're doing really well. Thank you for having
3: us. Absolutely. So you are a part of what is known as the Phoenix Racing Team. And you're pretty relatively new because this was founded when?
2: We founded this back in January of 2021.
3: Excellent. And you provide an opportunity for students across the all genres and disciplines to conceive, design, fabricate, and compete with an electronic or electric—I should say—formula-style vehicle at an international competition. Yeah, give us a breakdown on that because for someone who is totally unfamiliar with this style and concept, give us give it to us in layman's terms. Kind of break it down. What it is that you gentlemen do?
2: Yeah.
5: So, Renee, this is Henry. I can explain this for you. Sure. So. Formula SAE, it uh, stands for uh, Formula of Society of Automotive Engineers. And that circuit of competitions really is two main branches. Internal combustion, as we all know, to be standard cars. And then we have the newer EV electric vehicle circuit that we decide to compete in. What wow. uh, like Joel kind of brought up earlier, the market really is swaying more towards the electric side, how to be more efficient in any means necessary so nick and i really thought about this and decided let's push it let's really try to make ourselves more applicable in every way possible and create an ev team right and me being a computer science student and a communication design student i really need to focus in a lot of different realms and i think nick does as well where we both need to wear a lot of different hats, focus on a lot of different aspects of the car and work about this in a really professional manner.
2: Right. Yeah, it really does bring together, like we were saying earlier about the, you had mentioned how... Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
0: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: We are basically a team that brings all the different communities together and brings all the different disciplines together. And it really is like that because when when you're building a team like this, building a car, there's so many different things that go into it. And you don't even realize, like... There's so many small things that matter that are such a big deal on the car mm-hmm. and so many different aspects of the car that bring all the different cross-disciplinary um, te- teams and students together to really build this type of thing. So,
5: Absolutely.
3: No, I'm sorry. I didn't you mean to cut ahead. you off. No, no, no. Continue. <laughs>
5: Just to make it as a more clear understanding, when we say formula-style car, that is more reference to open-wheel racing, as right. you all, if you look up uh, what Indy car racing looks like mm-hmm. or Formula One, that is yeah. considered formula-style, whereas NASCAR is considered over-wheel or closed-wheel racing. So it's two different styles of racing with the same end goal,
3: basically. Wow. Well, I just learned something because, you know, number one, I'm thinking about particularly in an area such as just the state of North Carolina alone, when you talk about NASCAR and how many fans of just the sport alone there are in the state. And with a person like myself who lives in Winston-Salem, when I originally moved to the area, I lived over by Winston-Salem State University. And, of course, many who are listening to the program uh, quite well know about Bowman Gray Stadium, which is a part of the campus. And I remember every Friday night at a particular time, I could literally hear those engines rev with the race cars because every Friday night was racing around that track. But I never knew how much went into when you think about racing, especially as a spectator. But when you're a person that can really get into the really intricate aspects of a car, because you're right. There's so many things, especially when we look at newer cars and how they're. Built and how they're made—it's just so many fascinating intricacies about it. But for someone who's a, definitely a novice, I'm going to admit I know little to nothing about what goes on under the hood of a typical car. But to have the, you know, guys like you to really break it down—it's pretty fascinating to me. I just wanted you to know that.
2: Thank you, thank you. Yes, it definitely is. And, and you said that. You basically, we're not the. You're not the only one that doesn't know anything about cars. <laughs> when we started this, we had very little knowledge of how to build a car. A lot of us are car people, but right. we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into when it came to no breaking down every different component that we had to learn on our own to figure out what we needed to do to get this thing to come together.
3: And this and is I Nicholas, right? That was Nicholas, right?
2: This is Nicholas. Okay, yes, yes. Nicholas. That's thank that's you
3: that's for that. having empathy <laughs> for being on that. It, And Renee, I think something that both you and Nick have
5: also been touching on is what I think really the most important part of Formula SAE is that the team needs to organize ourselves as if if we are a company or a privateer racing team. We need to have business students help us. We need to have design students help us. We need to have engineers and computer science, so it's not just one small group of students. It is. We really need to work all together, learn how to communicate, be responsible, but also be efficient, hopeful.
3: Excellent point, too, Henry. And I'm glad you mentioned that because that transitions nicely into the fact, and we can touch and, and discuss on this in the remaining minutes for the per- first part of the program. You are the first ever Formula SAE team at Elon University, and you're hoping to establish a legacy, of course, by building a strong foundation. So with that tell us about how you're planning to compete in a competition that's actually going to be taking place it's really right around the corner in fact may of next year of 2024
2: that's correct that is correct we do plan to be a part of that competition next may but with that said that means we got a lot of work to do in the meantime to build this thing to make sure that it is running for that competition so we're gonna stay very busy these next few months into the next year so that we can make sure that this happens.
3: Excellent. And and Henry, would you like to add to that? Yeah, I mean,
5: there's kind of like what everyone has been discussing so far. Mm-hmm. We have made so much progress, I'd say in the past three months that Nick and I would have never anticipated. So to see us establish ourselves, create a concept, mm-hmm. go to the design phase, then we're at the manufacturing phase, I walked into the building this morning, and kind of cried tears of joy being, with the realization of, wow, we have a race mm-hmm. car. Like our right. work is paying off. We are going to the next phase. And it's it's
3: rewarding. It's beautiful. Absolutely. You know what this reminds me of, Nicholas and Henry and Joel, feel free to chime in as well. Remember, and I, I don't know what the, the age differences are between the four of us But for me, I'm in my 50s. So I was in high school between 84 to 88. Remember a class called Shop?
4: They don't know what that means. They don't know. Oh, okay. So they're
3: much younger than you and I, Joel. (laughs) Well, this was a class that basically, at least from what I can remember, and and Joel, you you can uh, pretty much contribute from your years in high school where kids did have an opportunity to learn, and this was basically an elective class where you could learn about either the mechanics of a car. It was kind of like for, that was a thing that was for the guys because you didn't have too many girls like myself taking shop classes. For us, it was home economics. So we learned how to bake and sew and you know cook and things of that nature. And for the guys, it was learning about the in- intricacies, like I mentioned earlier, about either putting a car or the mechanics of just building things. Am I right in that perspective, Joel? When you were in school,
4: absolutely. And and as a part of the No Kid Left Behind program, mm-hmm. they 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 took out those electives. They, they sure did. And shop, and we've got a generation that doesn't know how anything to live anything about enough, it. <laughs> don't know how to cook for themselves, don't know how to uh, uh, to build or fix their own car. And 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 much less take on the retiring boomer jobs that are we've been you know you and I've been talking about for 20 years. So so is a huge huge problem that was created by Washington that pushed that whole mantra of everybody has to go to college and everybody has to be a lawyer or or um, you know whatever else and and we just aren't calibrating the aspirations of our youth to the needs of our employers. What I love about the – if you haven't listened, the passion and the conviction, I mean, these are just college students,
3: right? Exactly, right,
4: right. And they're already <laughs> saying – they're talking business language. They're talking about commitment to uh, uh, overarching goals. I mean, and, and they're wanting to build legacies left behind once they leave the school of keeping a program that they help create sustainable. And, and I had a lot of – pointed. I met with these guys this past weekend at our friends at king queen caribbean grill in whipson right. outside of elon mm-hmm. and and these, these we had the best discussion and and it was fun to watch their mouths sizzle as they uh, <laughs> sampling the various caribbean treats but right. uh, so what was really neat was to see the conviction you can sense it and and, and that's why i wanted them on this show is because they are representative of what you and I have been talking about. Absolutely. Where do we find the next generation right. of skilled tech right. and those who want to, to be a part of this?
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, so so that's why I, I really do think we have uncovered something, and, I, and I'm now a part of their team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, a, I'm one of their uh, community advisors, Fabulous. and I'm going to be making sure that they get the funding that they need to deal do what they need to do and then also work with them to get them out into the communities to where underserved groups um to or will be have access to them. I do want to make an announcement here. I've been blessed. Uh, I've got, I'm about to receive a significant amount of proceeds from my, my family's estate mm-hmm. that we just put on the market. And mm-hmm. I'm in the process of buying three 3D printers. Wow. And and I'm going to be working with these guys when, when their schedule allows. And they're going to, we're going to go to the George Washington Carver Center in Asheboro. Mm hmm to Asheboro High and Lexington Senior High. All of those will be focused on getting underserved groups that are excited about these kind of career paths. And, uh, again, it's embarrassing to me when I've traveled all over the country, Renee, and it's Mm. uh, uh, it's seen farms. Literally, they call them 3-D printing farms where they have dozens. At Georgia Tech, they've got hundreds of 3-D printers all over the school. These maker spaces have lots of them. I think the Forge has like seven or eight of them, and, and you got high schools that cater to twelve hundred people, and they got one or they got two, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's embarrassing to think that we aren't cultivating that excitement, the energy that these guys have in their—you could just sense it—in their bloodstream, and oh, right. and so we've got to get more people on board. That's why I've I found my. Uh, and because they can relate, he's, you know, I walk in the door, everybody looks at my exterior, and they just assume that I'm just some old man that's going to preach at them. <laughs> and, and I will do that, but I'll do that in a loving fashion because right. I want to see them grow, but also yeah. I want to empower them. And And so it's better that I take a back seat and let Nick and Henry here, Mm -hmm. Uh, explain from their peer group uh, that they're just a couple years older than the high school kids, let them share with them what their plans are. That will invigorate more kids into doing this than than me.
3: Absolutely.
4: So so I'm excited. I mean, I think we are lucky to have them uh, to discover that they're out there and they need help, so we're going to help them.
3: Absolutely, Joe. They're
4: they're following in the footsteps of the Dudley, the Shell Eco-Marathon team, which sadly, Mm -hmm. because of the retirement of the teacher, that's no longer available. And that's at a time when we really need it. I don't know if you know this, but some of those students now work at Tesla. Mm -hmm. Some of them work at some of the engineering groups around this community. They were the first-round draft picks. These were in high school. And they compete at a high school level, SAEs for a collegiate, which is still great. We need more of that, mm-hmm. and we need to get to the community colleges on board in the community to take on this program too. But we've got to get more out there ready to take on these manufacturing jobs, mm-hmm. and we can't act like that's beneath them. I Absolutely. mean, most of the tax dollars that pay for the schools come out at manufacturing plants. And yet we act like in school that that's beneath the kids to pursue, and and that's ridiculous. And I, you know that's when I start preaching. But
3: <laughs> well, on that note, Joel, I'm glad that we can continue this very empowering conversation. As you and I both know that we have a huge radio family that tunes into this public affairs program. So let's indeed, gentlemen, take a break again. What great conversation. It will continue. Nicholas Mueller and Henry Echt join. They're the youngins of the group joining us, old folk. Renee Vaughn and Joel Leonard, you are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. We will return right after this break. Happy weekend and good morning once again, Radio Family, the weekend edition of Community Focus. It is back and time to engage in great conversation with members of our Community Focus family. Yours truly, Renee Vaughn, my co-host, Joel Leonard, and our Give Work a Chance podcast broadcast Joel, we're just going to keep adding to that title as we go along, <laughs> continues here and every weekend on our Odyssey stations. And so good to have your company here, Radio Family. Two of our newest members join us. They are representing the Phoenix Elon Race Team. I have with me the team principal, Nicholas Muller, and I have the drivetrain team lead, Henry Echt. Joining us, and to kind of for those of you who may just be joining us this morning, let's give you a little recap. These gentlemen serve as the first ever Formula SAE, that is for Society for Automotive Engineers. It's a great team at Elon University, which, by the way, is a really good school. We'll get into the particulars of that. But what these gentlemen are with us here on the program is Formula SAE is a series of competitions that challenge teams of university undergraduate and graduate students. So for any students who are listening to us here on the program... This is really particularly geared towards you and really any member of the community as this formula SAE is for the students who want to conceive, design, fabricate, develop, and compete with small formula style vehicles. So, Nicholas and Henry, welcome again to the Community Focus family. I wanted to talk about how we as a community can help you in terms of funding. What is it that we need to do To make you, particularly as you're planning to compete in a competition in May of 2024, what companies and we as communities can do to help you gentlemen continue on and progress with everything that the Elon Race team has done up to this point?
2: Yes, of course, Uh, Renee. Thank you for uh, introducing us. I'm Nicholas, and this it really is an important part of our team is finding the funding and finding the materials that we need to build these cars, right and because because of how expensive it is, obviously, to build a car like this, it has so many different components that go into it. and And it really brings the community together and helps us learn how to connect with different companies around our community and learn from them. And it's just amazing how we've already started to connect with the community around us, and just so many people are interested in and connecting with us and helping us out so we really needed to reach out to them and and find out what they can give us so henry and
5: something i'd like to advertise with henry um as a student we typically don't get the opportunities to push ourselves outside of a classroom in a really in-depth engaging way in any type of a marketplace so us as a part of this team, each member is responsible for reaching out to various companies and potential sponsors and starting that conversation, which is the hardest thing to do. I mean the amount of times Nick and I have gone on cold calls and gotten rejected within the first thirty seconds, but we gotta be able to get that next phone number, do our preliminary research and the due diligence and keep going. And Right now, I think Nick and I are really taking this as a beautiful learning opportunity to learn what to do and what not to do in these conversations mm-hmm. when we can really make the mistakes and learn from it. Whereas two years from now, when we actually have a job, it really might have more ramifications to it.
3: Absolutely. And the, and, mm-hmm, I'm sorry. Go and
5: ahead,
4: and Joe. The, the biggest lesson that they are learning as opposed to doing a cold call, which, again, you're going into somebody that has no understanding or awareness and finding a a champion or an advocate to bring you in is so much easier. And now that they found me, (laughs) they're, they're, they already are going through, I gave them at least three pages of notes on uh, Saturday. So, uh, (laughs) Uh, so these guys are and and they were they were just like i don't know how we're going to remember all the stuff you (laughs) told us to do so we're going to get these guys funded we're going to but we do need help and and i want to put my number out there uh, again anybody in the community and you'd like to be a part of this you'd like to help inspire again if you're if you've had some level of success in your life, you know, it's not you're not really doing anything unless you perpetuate it onto somebody else. And so it's important that you do not just have your own success, but help others up, uh, lift them up as well. And mm-hmm. So call me if you'd like to. If you're if you're a gear head or electric head or whatever you want to call yourself, <laughs> you just want to see kids advance, right? Um, please call me at three three six three zero three eight six six zero, and uh, I'm more than happy to connect you with this team and and get you uh, uh, find out what you can offer. And again this is they've already been working with Alamance Community College's maker space. Mm-hmm. They've already met with people from the maker community that are getting connected now with the Triad Electric Vehicle Fantastic. Association and and which helped the Dudley team uh, and again I don't know those who re- don't remember but 2016 just uh, um, 7 years ago mm-hmm. this year this time as uh, May of 2016 the Dudley, the first inner city team, beat uh, won the Shell Eco Marathon.
0: Right, I And
4: they that. had the same struggles that these guys are having. Mm-hmm. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know where to get the equipment. They didn't know where to get the funding. And it took the community to step up to help them win. And but but they also the the students were heavily motivated and yeah. and, and into these guys and what they've been doing. They've been working until two and three o'clock in the morning, wow. and probably even later. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're 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 highly committed. I don't know of many college students that that are valuing the extra work and extra effort right. that these guys are doing. It's just incredible. Absolutely. And so I'm already telling them to put me on as a reference for them. <laughs> And um, and these guys are gonna be. Uh, I know they'll back and make me look good once we get them into some jobs. So, but anyway, uh, um, <laughs> Nick and Henry, what else? Uh, what else specifically? Absolutely. What's your biggest? Yeah. I know you need cash, but what uh, what other? If you you said suspension is a big issue.
2: Yep, we'd like to talk about some of that too. So. Sure. A lot of the things that we need, like we said, material donations on top of our um, cash donations. So we, we accept any kind of material donations. We're in need of raw materials such as steel, aluminum, carbon fiber, foam, yeah. et cetera, well, as well as tooling. So we need tools. We're going to need drills and mills, tools for our um, shop tools, and then hardware, all of our fasteners, all of our different hardware that we need. And, yes, of course... The suspension components are very important. So we're going to need suspension components, Mm -hmm. uh, shocks to to mount all of our suspension components. In addition, we're going to need data analytics and and MoTeC and wiring, and we'll get into a little bit of that if needed, but if not, basically that's the type of stuff that we need on our drivetrain side of things that control the motor. And we also wanted to say that um, if you want to reach out to us, we have actually an email that you can reach us directly. It's elonprt at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram if you want to follow us along and watch our, our stuff that we got going on. It's Elon FSAE. That's our Instagram handle. So if you're interested in wanting to keep up with what we do, uh, you can sit right in the cockpit and, and watch us do it.
3: So sit right, sit right by us. Right. So that's kind of like a simulation style type thing, correct? or something uh, in that mindset, so maybe? So what we've been You're talking metaphorically. Yeah, so oh I got you. So I'm sorry. <laughs> and, uh, That's okay. We've
5: been documenting, <laughs> so far what we've been really doing is documenting the progression as a team. And yeah. I'd say by the end of this week, our chassis itself will be completely finished welding. And wow. um, from there, I mean, it's step by step. It's mm-hmm. okay, what is the next most vital component that we need to work on? And hopefully when we actually have the car rolling and then we'll actually be able to get some really high in depth quality photos to give any of our audience a potential look from within the cockpit.
3: Oh, nice. So that that will give a whole new meaning to being literally in the driver's seat and using your imagination. Exactly. Yeah. Great. I wanted to ask this uh, gentleman for for both of you. How did the two of you meet uh, Nicholas and Henry and where did your love for doing this and putting Formula SAE together as a team at Elon?
5: Um, I actually think it was a mutual friend of ours, Ryan, Ryan Norman. Norman. Yeah, yeah, Ryan Norman connected us because mm-hmm. Nick had brought up how he knew about this program, Formula SAE, which is international and it's really well known. A lot of really respected universities have really diligent and accredited teams for the past two decades, maybe even. Wow. And Nick kind of reached out to me and was like, hey, I see that you have a love for cars like me. She and I both are kind of gearheads. We love to figure out how stuff works, take mm-hmm. it apart, put it back together. Right. And it was like, look, I can tell you want to put the work in. Let's mm-hmm. get down and dirty. Mm-hmm. Let's shoot if we can make this happen.
2: Yeah, and we had no idea what we were getting ourselves into. <laughs> right. At that day, we were just like, let's let's build a car. Little yeah. did we know, we'd be sitting down here going, oh, we don't, we don't even know where to start. Right, so.
3: right. But you but you had a yep, starting point. Yep. Once once you got the ball rolling, it's been rolling ever since.
2: It really has. It really has. And it's exciting to see Absolutely. each little bit come together. Yeah.
3: You know what's really exciting because now that we you add one Joel Leonard to the continuation of the component part, because what this is really saying to me, gentlemen, Nicholas and Henry, and for you, Joel, because you're a passion of reaching out to young people. And getting our younger generation of students excited about this, because, Joel, I know there was there was always that friction, if you will, with trying to get back into the school systems to where you could speak directly with the kids. And yeah. it, it, it reminds me of, remember, we used to have show and tell in school, and we would bring a guest who would be an individual who was in this particular line of work, and we would have he or she get into the particulars of what it is that they do. This is kind of the scenario that I see with you being able to bring these guys from Elon to an area high school or maybe even younger to have these gentlemen talk to our youth.
4: And because of the pandemic, they're now able to do that. So, yeah, they don't know what they've gotten into by working
3: with me (laughs) now. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I've known for the last 20 years, Nicholas and Henry, so you'll be well prepared. Trust
1: me.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of preparation, one of the things I want to emphasize is the rigors of this competition. And that's why it's so important that we embrace them. Them, right. because they are pushing themselves to be pushed uh, to uh, to take on some challenges that they aren't just building a car. Yeah. They've got to prove it and go out there and race. they got to prove that that car was, was, is not dangerous. Right. And if it doesn't, they can put all the time, have all the effort, and if something goes wrong in the inspection, all that effort is wasted, mm-hmm. and they don't even get on the track. So the, the the whole rigors of this whole process that they put in to uh, in this Formula SAE is is very similar to what they did with the Shell Eco Marathon. I okay. don't know if people remember when Dudley they got third place in the uh, in the Road to Houston mm-hmm. competition right. in 2014, and then 2015 their car did not pass inspection. And this is after they've already had a level of success. And the captain of that team, his name was Henry, too. Mm -hmm. The captain of that team got back, and he was so embarrassed, and he was so upset, and they were so mad at themselves for letting the car not achieve what it was supposed to achieve. That they worked after mid. Man, how many high school kids do you know of will be in a shop class till after midnight right. working on a
3: project? Exactly.
4: I mean, this is. I mean, most kids ditch their homework and much less take on an extra project. So what these guys are doing, and, and what they, and they're trying to get women into this, or trying to get other nice. other demographics mm-hmm, into this. They're, mm-hmm. they're being very inclusive in their process, and Excellent. I'm going to be encouraging more of that. But but they're going to be really dedicated to helping uh, fulfill their vision, not just competing, but getting there and winning. And and, uh, we got to step up. And uh, Again, being at Elon, they already have a good support system, but they need more. They need a lot more. They need at least uh, just to throw a number out there to anybody. Now, collectively, this isn't that much. But for them, it's a lot. They need at least $50,000. To do a car now, that might sound like a lot of money for a project, but if you look at some of those indie cars, they're looking at a million five, right, so fifty thousand exactly. uh, dollar car for them isn't that much, right? So, so it's a significant amount of of uh, pressure and challenges and adversity that they've got to overcome, and we need the communities to step up i need y'all to again call me you've got his information but call me direct if you want to help i'll put you in touch with them my number is 336-303-8660 but these guys are and, and gals they've already have a couple of gals that are in there oh, very um, good. And, and so they're they're getting a lot of support from all different types of folks, and, mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to be trying to expand that. And, again, I want to get them to be, uh, once they get some level of success, start taking them out and get the community colleges competing mm-hmm. and getting some high schools to start putting exactly. in some programs. If it's mm-hmm. not SAE, get them in the Shell Eco-Marathon or other ones that allow high schools to do this. But if we had those kind of competitions, I mean, I love football. But football and basketball, nobody goes pro. Everybody, <laughs> this is the most important message of the whole out. Mm-hmm. Everybody that participates in this function can go pro. And the Dudley Shell Eco-Marathon team is proving that. Yeah. Those kids, a lot of them, got uh, were able to get their education paid for and they didn't have to pay a nickel. And they're making, uh, and I know some of them are making very good wages, and they're in their early 20s. They're making ver- wow. definitely being livable wages. So mm-hmm. so we've got to inculcate more of that. And, again, I'll shut up here, but I really <laughs> okay. do love the fact <laughs> that these guys are doing what we've been wanting people to do. And, and I'm so proud of them.
3: And that's why and I have yeah. you on this program, Joel. So thank you very much for Everything that you have contributed on a program such as Community Focus. Let me take this opportunity to welcome those of you who may be joining us. You are indeed listening to Fantastic Conversation. Another great weekend to engage in conversation here on the weekend edition of Community Focus. Joe Leonard joining me, Renee Vaughn. We're joined by our newest Community Focus Family members and team principal and drivetrain team lead, Nicholas Mueller and Henry Act respectfully. Gentlemen, I wanted to ask, now how did a fine university such as Elon get on board to help you with the Phoenix Racing Team, again founded in 2021, to provide a chance for uh, students across disciplines to conceive, design, fabricate, and compete with an electronic uh, formula-style vehicle particularly at an international competition. How did the school get involved with this in helping you?
4: Yeah, yeah. The school
2: actually did really, really like this idea. We actually were at an event last year, I want to say. Uh-huh. it was There was a maker takeover we had. It was sort of like an event for all of the different students to show off different things they've been making. Right. And we showed up to this because the school... not everybody gets to see everything at the school that's going on because we kind of stay in our own little sector at the engineering department with this project, and we don't really take it all over campus because we need the shop area to do it. So um, we showed off a PVC model of our chassis last year, and we kind of brought that thing up there, and the president comes by, and she goes, well, what is this? And we're like, (laughs) well, we're building a race car. And she goes, well, why is it plastic? And we said... Well, it's not supposed to be plastic, but this is what we got to work with right, <laughs> right. <laughs> now. <laughs> so, um, so we we actually started chatting about it, and she was like, "Well, this should get more support." And we said, "Yeah, it really should." And we ever since then, um, the engineering department has been helping us out. Some they really wanted to make this sort of their their. Um, cornerstone yeah. for what the, what they're showing off to everybody and, and right. we've seen tours go by and, and kind of pointed nice. us and we've been like yeah that, that's us working on it but mm-hmm. we, we really need more support because the school seems to want to give us all the visual and, and verbal support right. and they're giving us a little bit of monetary support but it but seems it like needed. they still are kind of like yep yeah, you guys need to figure it out on your own type yeah. of thing so
3: exactly any additional thoughts
2: Henry you got any
5: Um, I mean, the school definitely has been more than willing to support us in what they deem to be necessary. Uh, When they noticed that we really had established ourselves as a team and we really were doing the research, they uh, supported us and made sure that we were able to obtain our motor and motor controller, which really helped us do some of the background preliminary research and start understanding the major systems that will be powering the car, basically. Mm So it's kind of it's a two-way street. They really respect the orientation of the program and they understand that we as a team need to conduct ourselves as if we are a privateer race team or company. But with that being said, the university recognized that we are establishing ourselves. We aren't a two-decade-old team that has 50 cars and uh, past examples to look at. Right. So they've been really trying to work with us, make sure that if we have any questions, they give us the proper professor or the name of professor for us to reach out to, et cetera. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Gentlemen, let me, let me switch gears here a little bit because, again, we're, we're, we're focusing on speaking to really all members of our community, but I wanted to take the next remaining minutes of the program to focus on our young ones who are listening or perhaps may be listening or may be told by someone who's listening to us today in, in getting the word out about this great conversation for young ones who may have an interest in this and for whatever reason if they can get into a class or something that can get them started or they may find that they have what, what do you call it? like a, a talent or a skill for working on cars and they may be at the point mm-hmm. where they're either a high school senior and they're looking to further their education on this at an institute of higher learning, what what path would you say that that individual needs to go down to continue to help them in furthering that talent so that perhaps if you're looking for team members to be added to Formula SAE, they'll know what to do?
5: Yeah, so I'm going to start by taking a step back. Okay, um, sure. I've always been that type of guy where I was growing up. If someone left me alone in a room, I'd be probably taking something apart and figuring out how to put it back together, whether right. I destroyed it or not. Yeah. <laughs> so I was one of those tinker kids. Yeah. And one of my most vivid memories growing up was actually sitting in my grandfather's old BMW with him going on a little drive wow. and just kind of relaxing with him, going through the car and having him show me the appreciation for what went into it and in the car itself. Nice. So that really kind of opened my mind. And I wouldn't say that there's any specific way for anybody to get into it. It's more of what is your natural, creative mind? Where do you, yeah. What rabbit hole do you want to dive into cool. and what keeps those gears going? I'm a design student and a photographer at heart, but I love data analytics and security and the way communication is integrated. Nick loves to take things apart and also modify it in a way to make it more efficient and work better than the original use case. Mm -hmm. So I would never say that there's one specific way for anybody to get into it. It's more of find what really interests you. What is your natural creative motive and go with it?
3: I like that.
4: And I'd like to add to this that what's important is not only do the students have the options to learn all this stuff, Mm -hmm. but they also, when they're done, they've got pathways now that wasn't available before. Um, We now are producing the next generation of the Concorde jet. uh, Boom, supersonic Mm -hmm. is going to be adding 2,000 employees. They're adding 2,100 people to make the electric vehicle batteries at Toyota, yeah. um, and you know that's going to explode all different types Absolutely. of parts and other components. Mm-hmm. We've got Benfast actually uh, assembling their own electric vehicle down in Sanford, mm-hmm. and and we've got uh, core Steel that's making steel. So we've got so many. Uh, things in oh and didn't even mention Siemens. They announced right. five hundred jobs in the next couple of years. They're gonna be making railroads, uh, cars out, out of Lexington. So we ha- the the students who who don't know what to wanna to do, well start thinking about these kind of skill sets because as you're building an electric vehicle car You've got so many, and, and, and Henry and, and and Nick brought this up. There's so many transferable skill sets that they get to upgrade their activities. Mm-hmm. There be more, a lot better pre- prepared professionally to j- walk right into a higher paying, higher responsibility job right. in the in the marketplace that we definitely need more to get ready for.
3: Absolutely, Good. absolutely. Now, Nicholas, in all fairness, same question applies to you. How did, how did your love for all of this come about?
2: Yeah, I'd like to start by saying that I'm very similar to Henry in that respect, that I was always tinkering with things since I was little. Right. Um, I knew that I wanted to do this type of stuff. I told my mom that I wanted to be an inventor. I was probably in first grade, and I didn't know what an engineer was, so I <laughs> right. said inventor. And I said I was big Lego kid. I made yeah, things oh, all the time. Yes. I was always really excited to, <laughs> to build things. Mm-hmm. So so I basically took that passion, and, and once once I got to this level, I knew all through middle school and high school, I was on robotics teams, and I was doing all kinds of stuff to keep myself involved, because I wanted to keep my hands dirty and, and always work with things. And I kind of took that passion into into college now, and I'm, I'm an engineering student, so I, I've taken that, and I've actually learned so much from this team itself that I would never have thought that I would learn, because I'm taking classes... Right. And these are all my engineering classes, Mm -hmm. but I'm learning things on this team, skills that I would never have learned in any of my classes because I'm sitting in a classroom staring at a whiteboard as the teacher writes things down and looking at the theoretical side of things and never using my hands, never actually learning any skills of it being applied in the real world. So then I go and build this car and it's like now we're seeing physically with our own eyes and our own hands what happens and how to how to do this. So. And yeah, it's just it's so cool to to get that kind of experience on top of it really does prepare you for the real world.
3: And it's so cool to have both of you gentlemen here on this program. And I like what you said, uh, Nicholas, because that's a key component for anything that we desire to do is to be hands on and to have that experience. And I love the fact that both of you shared that with Joel and myself and my radio family or our radio family, I should say this morning, let me quickly say that when I was little, I remember fondly there was a time um, speaking of, and Henry, you touched on this, a uh, uh, sitting behind uh, the BMW. That was your grandfather, right? I wanted to make sure I got that right. Was that yeah, your granddad?
5: Yeah. I grew up going down, down to Indianapolis to visit him, going uh-huh. to races. And it was just more of appreciation of the past examples and the progression and right. where and just in human nature, we always want to keep progressing. And it's Absolutely. more of not take the competition of aggression, but more of appreciation for
3: it. Right. I remember a time fondly, and I, I, I'm a D.C. kid, born and raised in Washington, and we lived in the Maryland area for a while. And this was when my great-grandfather was, was still living at the time. And they had a classic old car. And I can't remember where we were going. I'll just say for the sake of the conversation, the mall. And so I was fascinated just watching him drive and the way he was maneuvering the vehicle. So when they went into the store, and this was when you could leave your kids unattended in the car without fear of somebody snatching them. So this was back in the 70s, mind you. And when they got back, he got so tickled because I'm sitting in the driver's seat. Now, Now mind you, I'm, I'm a little girl, so the feet don't even touch the gas pedal or the brake and I'm like give me the keys let me drive us home and you know so he got a real kick out of that he really did so yeah fond memories I tell you Joel always have a great time with you my friend and time always seems to elude us when we're having fun so if you will again share your contact information and Nicholas and Henry the same for you with Formula SAE so we can get, continue to get you the support that you need, especially so you can compete in this competition with May of 2024?
2: Yeah. Yes, of course. My, uh, my we can go
3: ahead. We'll, go,
4: well, go ahead, Nick.
2: Sorry. Okay, we can go ahead. Um, our We can go ahead and give that email again. So our email is elonprt at gmail.com, and that stands for Phoenix Racing Team. That's why it's PRT. And our Instagram, you can follow us on Instagram. It's Elon, S-S-A-E, and that will get you hooked up with us.
3: Fantastic. And Joel? Yeah, feel free to call
4: me if you want to uh, help them or be on the show or uh, have uh, an employer and you want to be a – oh, by the way, these guys are going to be at the job fair in all and they're going to have nice. their car on the slate they kind of changed their timeline to get yeah. the car ready faster Beautiful. so they can show it off during the job fair wonderful and and i'm going to put them to work and uh and connect them with a whole bunch of other employers during the job fair but my information is 336-303-8660 yeah everybody august 24th uh at Bull City Cider Works in Lexington is going to be 40 employers. Oh, we got something new to announce, too. Since we're in Lexington and we like to showcase new innovations in technology, what better place to have drones drop uh, barbecue sandwiches out of the sky?
3: (laughs) Wow.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. So so the attendees will see drones dropping sandwiches out of the sky in Lexington. I mean, that's that's, – That's taking Lexington up the next notch. I was going
3: to say that's the greatest incentive in itself. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much. And let me say in parting, no goodbyes with me just until next time. And I would love, Nicholas and Henry, to have you back on a future program, especially between now and May of next year, to kind of get an update on how things are progressing with Formula SAE. But gentlemen, welcome to the Community Focus family. Thank you so much.
5: Well, Renee, really, thank you again for the opportunity. I think Nick and I really enjoyed this and appreciated the conversation just as much as you did.
3: Likewise, likewise. Thank you, Renee. You're so welcome. And we're just getting started, guys. That's right. (laughs) So, indeed, no goodbyes just until next time. Thank you, Radio Family, for the good things you're doing in our communities. Keep up the great work. You have been listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Stay safe and enjoy the rest
1: of your weekend. Take care.